1: Hi, this is Mark Kermode. Thanks for downloading this Kermode on Film podcast. This week, I'm joined once again by Jack Howard to discuss the Terminator movies. That's right, all of them. The good, the bad, and the recycled. Action. So, action, very good. I'm being directed by Jack Howard. So, uh, Jack Howard, welcome back to uh, Kermode on Film. Hello. Hello. there is a new Terminator movie in cinemas, and we thought this would be a good idea now to look back on the Terminator. Is it? Uh, do we call it a Terminator series now? Terminator yeah. uni- Extended Universe, what oh, is it? I don't it? know what they want to call it. Okay. The
0: franchise of Terminator movies.
1: Let's begin with a, an obvious point which is that the first Terminator came out in 84, I think. And uh, I was obviously going to the cinema in 84. And the second uh, Terminator came out... In 91? Yeah, and you were obviously in utero. Yeah, I was not alive. So how did you first get introduced to the Terminator movies?
0: So I was a massive fan of uh, James Bond as a kid. Probably at too early of an age. Right. Uh, in fact, my first memory of of watching James Bond is is when I watched GoldenEye, and then I just rewatched that over and over and over and over again on video. Yeah, yeah. I've taped ta- taped off the telly. Right, very good. Yeah. And then at one point I was at a friend's house, and my mum called me and said James Bond's on the telly, and I was like brilliant. And it was Doctor <laughs> No, and I was like, that's not James Bond.
1: <laughs> it's the wrong guy. I, I, I know what James guy. Bond looks like, and that's
0: not James Bond. Uh, but yeah, then I, I kept on obsessively watching the entire series of Bond and my dad was like, all right, he likes action movies, let's... How old were you? Uh, I would guess... Mm, s- Eight, nine, ten, around there, sort of. It was definitely primary school. It was definitely before I went to secondary school. Okay, fine. And my dad gave me...
1: So we're talking, you know, end of the 90s, turn of the century. Sort of
0: 99, that type. Okay, so DVD would have started coming in at some point. Yeah. So you could, yeah, okay, fine. But I definitely had them on On video. video, And my dad gave me Terminator Judgment Day. On video. On video. And it was, I remember the cover was landscape, uh, and it had 15 on it. And I was like, are you sure? And he was like, yeah, it's fine. (laughs) and I good parenting yeah, <laughs> but he wasn't wrong uh, I remember, well I think I think the jury's
1: out on that show <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> remains to be seen and uh, I just adored it so you like, hadn't seen totally Terminator never right. seen Terminator okay, so you started with Terminator 2 yeah uh, just and and had no idea what I was getting, but okay. absolutely loved it. Had and you
1: seen an Arnie film before? Or did no, you know who Schwartz Not had, a no, clue. No. Okay. So
0: it all just worked for me as like magic. And, and especially at the beginning, I thought that Arnie was a bad guy. Well, yeah,
1: that's like, the whole point. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, but like
0: <laughs> you definitely went into seeing it knowing that he w- was a good guy, right? No,
1: what, for Terminator 2? Yeah. No, he's a bad guy at yeah, the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I and, know. Then the, and then the whole point is that he. Then, yeah, I know that. Yeah. But like
0: when you went to see Terminator 2, surely you already knew from like previews and stuff okay, so that he was a good guy no,
1: so, so you're imagining a world where trailers are where they are yeah, now you're you have grown up in a world in which it's impossible not to know stuff about um uh, movies that are in production before the rise of the internet which really happens late 90s onwards the only way you knew anything that wasn't in cinemas was if you were reading trade mags or if you were getting you know imported uh, reviews so we didn't wake up in the morning and turn on our phones and see that so-and-so would... No, I mean, I'm not mocking you. I know, we know, know, know do know. But you did, you know, it was possible for a movie to arrive in the UK having been retitled from a disastrous American release and you not to know about it mm-hmm. until the publicist confessed to you that the film that you were now watching was actually another film that had been retitled. I saw Terminator 2 at the preview... It would have been in Leicester Square. Wow. And I knew nothing about the plot at all. Like, literally nothing. That
0: is amazing. The last time I had seen... I'm jealous of that time, in a way. Yeah,
1: I'm jealous of it as well, and I lived through it. I can imagine
0: seeing certain movies now without the surprises of certain things being ruined in trailers. Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll get to this, but Dark Fate probably shouldn't have ruined that Lyndall Hamilton or Arnie were in the movie. But anyway, we'll get to that. Carry on.
1: No, so I... So, I mean, I went to see Terminator when it first came out in, in the 80s, and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I just mm-hmm. loved it, because I was into science fiction and horror, and it seemed to tread both those lines. It was very much positioned as, you know, a, a, as, a, as an adult movie. Um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a kid-friendly movie at all. Um, it came out of a kind of exploitation background. It had uh, exactly the right amount of special effects that you wanted. It had a kind of grindhouse feel to it, because it was a, a comparatively low-budget movie, and a really simple idea, you know, that he's come back from the future to destroy the present and change. you know all which was just it's a great time loop thing and uh in that film Arnold was a killing machine and that was all he was um and and I remember just thinking this is movie is great even at the end with the the, the stop motion effects was fabulous because I'd grown up on you know Ray Harryhausen and and I just thought it was a really terrific uh movie in the same way that I love films like The Hitcher. It had this a similar kind of, you know, uh grimy feel to it. And then, you know, a decade later, or however much later it is, yeah, the idea much. that Terminator 2 was then being made with a you know, a wide canvas, uh, you know, a big budget movie. Thought, well what are they gonna do where are they gonna go? Not least because um you were aware by that point that Schwarzenegger actually we'll talk about Schwarzenegger and how the way but Schwarzenegger wouldn't want to be doing the same thing again, but I hadn't seen a trailer for it and I hadn't read anything about it before, so I knew nothing other than that Arnie was the Terminator. And so when, it, when the whole thing is set up as it's the other way round, I just thought, this is genius. Yeah. This is just
0: genius. It is. It's, the, it's that simple... Switch. It, honestly, do you know what it makes me think of? And this is a bizarre thing I'm about to say. It's a bizarre comparison. But when I think of like classic rock songs, yeah. like Back in Black and how simple those chords are, and how memorable it is, and how genius it is, that's the sort of simplicity, I think, that a lot of things miss sometimes. And I think the simplicity of going, he was a good guy, now he bad... He, he was a bad was, guy. He was yeah. bad, now he good guy. I'm like, that is yeah. amazing. You've changed the entire thing. And it's also that
1: simple... The moment when Linda Hamilton does the speech about... In which the, the, the Terminator speech, the Michael Bean speech about, he will never stop, he will keep going until... And when she turns that round and goes, I realise that he was the perfect father, because he will never stop, he will keep going... I I mean, I just thought James Cameron must have high-fived himself at the moment that he wrote that thing. Watching John with the machine, it was suddenly so clear. The Terminator would never stop. It would never leave him. And it would never hurt him, never shout at him or get drunk and hit him or say it was too busy to spend time with him. It would always be there and it would die to protect him. Of all the would-be fathers who came and went over the years, this thing, this machine, was the only one who measured up. In an insane world, it was the sanest choice. It was also interesting, because what Schwarzenegger was trying to do with his kind of screen persona was he had got into, you know, he was a bodybuilder beforehand, mm-hmm. he had got into the movies because of his physique, kind nobody thought... He he...
0: barbarian, right? Yeah, and,
1: and also, you know, he was not somebody who was known for his dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first Terminator movie, he has very little dialogue, and it's all just, it's meant to sound robotic, because unlike Dolph Lundgren, he never sounded genuinely American, he always sounded kind of weird. I mean, Dolph Lundgren, the idea was that Dolph Lundgren would become the superstar, this is how long ago it was, Dolph Lundgren would become the superstar that Arnie wouldn't, because Dolph Lundgren's American was better so what he would do was to constantly push the envelope a little bit further in much the same way I think that Jason Statham did okay first he can do this thing now he can do that thing oh he can do sympathetic now he can do comedy oh he can do sympathetic acts we can do action sympathetic and comedy now I know that his detractors may say well it's the same thing all the way through but it isn't it's a very um Al Schwarzenegger's entire screen career was to do with just pushing everything a little bit further to see, you know, how much he could expand the remit of what he could do on screen. And it ended up that he pretty much worked in every genre outside of, you know, period drama, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, because he would. Just push it just far enough. But Terminator 2 was the the thing that oh that's brilliant. Okay, so you did fearsome, scary, unstoppable, and now you're doing fearsome, scary, unstoppable, sympathetic father figure. Genius. And everything that Schwarzenegger did in his career was all part of that whole thing. And Cameron talked about it quite honestly about you know that that's what the the idea was to expand the to do something because you didn't just want to do that character again. And then of course putting that against an actual bad Terminator who was smaller than him Mm -hmm. was genius because you can't go bigger than Arnold Schwarzenegger. So
0: let's get a small, wiry guy
1: who's Who's terrifying. terrifying.
0: (laughs) Just the calm, how calm he is when he's speaking to people still scares me. Um, Yeah, I think that, uh, from what I know as well, that uh, Arnie was a little bit um, cautious of the second one. He was like, I'm a Terminator and I don't kill anybody. Like he was like, I, I don't kill anybody in the entire film, like, and it isn't. Aren't people going to be disappointed? And I think that's the genius of Cameron to be able to. Because I'm sure that Schwarzenegger is a bit of a, a bit of a diva. I think he's probably a little bit. <laughs> he's probably a little bit demanding. He's probably specific about what he wants to do and how he wants to be perceived in a film. And when he's the Terminator, I think he probably wanted to be a Terminator. And I think Cameron being able to manage that in this film and make him seem the way he does, and to make us sympathetic and, and to make it funny as well like taking some of the things that were scary about the first film and, t- and turning them into something uh, warm and, yep. and funny in the second film is actually demonstrating how brilliant of a filmmaker James Cameron is because he when you, especially after seeing the new one I appreciate Cameron okay. so much more
1: so the other remarkable thing I think is that in the case of both Alien and Terminator so Alien is a Ridley Scott movie Terminator is a James Cameron movie but both of those have sequels by James Cameron Neither of those films felt like they needed a sequel. They both felt that they were completely contained, insular, you know, singular. And in both cases, Cameron did a really interesting thing, which was to take the idea and to expand it onto a wider canvas in a way that made you think, well, I never thought these needed a sequel. But you know what? I remember going to see Aliens. Again, I saw it in Leicester Square. Having seen Alien and and, and being scared out of my wits by Alien, Seeing Aliens, the whole this time it's war, this time it's a war movie, you know, it started as a science fiction movie, this is a war movie, and my breath being taken away by how just adrenaline pumping it was, I mean, just that kind of experiential cinema thing, it, it's, again, it's kind of hard to appreciate this now because we've got so used mm-hmm. to the Alien yeah, but that idea of there was one alien in the first one, and now there's like a whole load of it, the, the, and the, that you
0: barely saw it in the first one.
1: Yeah, and in the second one, here it's it everywhere. is.
0: Yeah, the sequence. Here they in, are. The
1: sequence in Aliens in which they look up into the roof, and suddenly you see the whole army of them coming towards you. I remember shrieking in the cinema because it was like it was terror. It was like an army of cockroaches coming towards you, and I thought with both of those films. He, you know, he expanded the, the budgets were bigger, the the, the 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 expanse was bigger, and he fundamentally changed the. did something different. Like he flipped it. So the first one's a science fiction movie. The second one's a war movie. In the first Terminator, he's an unstoppable killing machine. In the second Terminator, he's an unstoppable father machine. So <laughs> both of those brilliant. Subsequently. Everything else. Yes. And I think in both the Alien series and in the Terminator series, one was brilliant, two was astonishing and surprising, and everything since has been disappointing.
0: I completely agree. I was saying the brain trauma. Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks.
1: Yeah, do you even remember
0: me? Sarah Connor, blowing up Cyberdyne, hasta la vista baby, ring any bells? That was a different T-101. What do you guys, come off an assembly line or something? Exactly. Oh man, I'm gonna have to teach you everything all over again. Catherine Brewster, have you sustained injury?
1: Drop dead you asshole! I'm unable to comply. So, of all the Terminator sequels after those two original cameras, is there anything that you that, that stands out for you as memorable other than Christian Bale going mad yeah, because right. he realised yeah. that he was in a film being directed by Mc Gee? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, so I have a pleasant memory of watching Rise of the Machines, I'm thinking it
1: wasn't as bad as it could have
0: been. Well, I was young as well. When did it come out? Two thousand three?
1: No. Something, and it may may have been. I mean, I, I honestly just lost track yeah Uh,
0: but it was a it was a time in my life where like me and my dad were going to the cinema a lot and so it's just a pleasant memory in my head and some of the jokes stand out like the self-aware thing of him putting on sunglasses that are like i think they're love hearts or stars or something like that just parodying what had come before which felt like okay like we know what we're doing and then it was basically remaking terminator 2 in so many ways this time she's a woman uh and that is all I have is like a personal, and I haven't seen Terminator Razzle machines in years. Yeah, well, you don't need to. No, well, obviously not. But like the, the memory of of going to see it in the cinema is nice, but the movie itself probably not great. And I saw Salvation and was just like head bashingly sort of like yeah, terrible, bad. so just bad, terrible. I haven't seen Genesis. Oh right, okay. I I just I saw a trailer where Arnie made himself a torpedo, <laughs> jumping out of a plane or a helicopter, and then into another plane or helicopter, but like full torpedo. And I was like, I don't need to see that. Yeah. I don't want that in my life.
1: I remember it, the the point in Salvation, because we'd all heard the, for anyone who doesn't know this, I'm, I'm sure everybody does, but there was a tape that was released of Christian Bale on set having a meltdown, um, an in-character meltdown. He still does it in an American accent. God yes, bless he does. Him, yeah. Because uh, somebody's moving a light. The DOP. The DOP is moving a light, so that's right and he just goes bananas and it goes on for about 5 minutes with him swearing at the DOP for moving a light whilst he was doing his scene and my contention was always that because he had tried he had, you know he had downgraded his own role in the film it was kind of sold to him and then it sort of changed and he, I think he never wanted to be there right. but I do think that what happened was that he suddenly realized what an absolute piece of shit he was making yep. and thought you know I'm Christian Bale. I, you know, when I I just did the Dark Knight. Yeah, I just did it. And when I was in, when I was a kid, I was in Empire of the Sun. (laughs) You know, why am I here? I've worked with all these, start with. I think it
0: just feels like such a like obvious thing. The guy who just played Bruce Wayne should play John Connor, and it's such an obvious piece of casting that feels like Christian Bale wouldn't have taken. And so I think you're right. There probably is some.
1: Yeah, it wasn't the film that he wanted mm. to be doing, and, and 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 you know, and heaven, and I do think that that meltdown was that. Okay. I
0: want you off the fucking set, you prick. Sorry. No, don't just be sorry. Think for one fucking second. the, the fuck are you doing? Are you professional or not? Yes, I am. Do I fucking walk around and rip that? No, shut the fuck up, Bruce. Do I want? No, no. Don't shut me up. I'm Am I gonna walk around and rip your fucking lights down in the middle of a scene? Then why the fuck are you walking right through? Ah, oh, da 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 like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you?
1: So I think it's, it's not controversial in any way to say that the three subsequent and also, uh, one of the other problems with is that how many times can you hit the reset button on? You know, Skynet did, didn't it? Did, but didn't they come? They stopped it. They haven't stopped yeah. it. Come back, he's killed. Him, but no, he's coming. And it was like, okay, f- uh, just, just pick one. Just, exactly, just pick one. So <laughs> this is the fundamental
0: <laughs> problem, I think, with Dark Fate. Fine. Is that they've done that? Well, it's actually Terminator did it first, but they've taken that new Halloween sequel. Idea of ignore everything except for the first two that everyone likes. Ignore it all. This is the only official sequel now. And they've also taken the school of Star Wars sequel um, writing and mashed them together and gone, we're going to make. Because if you think about the new a Dark Fate. And Do you by mean the way, Star
1: Wars sequel or Star Trek sequel? You mean Star, Star Wars? Wars right, fine. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The Force Awakens. Oh, fine, fine, fine. Okay. Star Wars The Force Awakens is absolutely the, the basis yeah, for, da- for Dark Fate. Fine, okay. It is... I watched it and I was like, "This is." they're not even being shy. They, they are being so obvious about this. Um, okay, t- talk me through that. So, Danny is the main character. Yeah. She's Rey. Like, she's a girl who is special. Who is she? I'm from I'm no one. I'm from nowhere. She's just Rey. Um, and then you've got Old character who you haven't seen for 30 years, Harrison Ford, Linda Hamilton, I'm here to help, I'm some sort of mother figure to you, I'm some sort of father figure to you, we're going to uh, find out why you're important, uh, and it's got, uh, you know, it's, it's the same school of, yeah. of, 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 of that, and it, what I liked was that this movie was like looking at the world that we're in at the moment and going, here's a mirror, and reflect it I like the fact that the main character was just some unknown I mean to me unknown Mexican actress, and the world in it was like people were in cages they were tr- crossing borders there was a wall like there'd clearly been some thought in terms of the world building and trying to reflect where we are now, but it all fell flat and doesn't work because I because it's bad it's rubbish <laughs> and and here's the, here's the thing the, the Halloween uh, sort of ignore all the sequels we're only uh, doing a sequel to the first two doesn't work in the same way that the Star Wars worked is because there have been as we've just talked about several Terminator movies and TV shows yeah. where we've seen Arnie come back and Linda Hamilton has done a voice in, in uh, Salvation so, yeah. like it's not special to see them the way that it was like oh my god there's Harrison Ford as Han Solo again on the Millennium Falcon same with Chewie, Chewie we're home. holy crap <laughs> like I, I never thought I'd see that and then you've got Linda Hamilton is, is back and that's that honestly is the coolest moment in the film I think because I hadn't seen her back back but then t- Arnie walks out of the the cabin and you're like yeah I, I saw him yeah. promoting the last one a couple of years ago it's not doesn't have the same nostalgic effect if this had been the first Terminator movie that they'd made since Judgment Day I reckon this would have been a fucking smash like I think the box office would have been huge I think people would have been going crazy about okay. it because we would have just had those two special films that no one dared touch. Yeah. But actually, what we've had is a ridiculous amount of of uh, of <laughs> sort of like ruining what they did okay. uh, over and over again. That was my feelings on it. Okay. And I, I, one more th- sorry. Yeah, no, go no, please, yeah. I wasn't angry
1: with, with <laughs> just the disappointed. I was, well, no, not even <laughs> that.
0: Actually, I didn't really feel anything for the whole film. I was like, mm, this is this is on. This is this is happening in front of me, and I wasn't angry until the end sequel-baited. When the ending... Oh, was, did
1: you did you feel that that was what it was doing?
0: Obviously. Uh, like, no, no, I mean, like, okay, because... Oh, God. Yeah, like, okay. like, just them getting in the car together and being like, well, we just have to make sure that you're ready. And then they drive off.
1: Yeah. So you didn't see that as a, in any way at an end point? You saw Hell that the end point. Okay. no. Okay.
0: That was them, like, you do you want know. a Linda Hamilton? She's back in, in another one movie. And, like, when it finished, I was just like, don't, stop doing that. Like yeah. let us decide whether or not we like okay. the movies. Just make one.
1: All right. So here is my here are my issues. Um, firstly, I don't agree that if you hadn't had the other movies, it would have been a smash. I think it still would have been bad. Um, oh, I don't mean it would have been. No, no, I don't. No, 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 I know. Okay, but my issues with it are, are this, and I I think it is the it, it is the best sequel since Terminator 2. But that isn't saying anything no, because we're all agreed that the other you know the other ones are are, are, are nonsense. My my issues are... So, firstly, I love the fact that as a production issue, it's exactly what you say. The casting, I love. I love the fact that it's, you know, it's reconfigured it, so it is centrally configured around three very different, very strong female characters. Yep. I like the idea of that, mm-hmm. and I like the idea of what it's trying to do with the current political climate, all those things you're saying, Cages, yep. walls, all that stuff. So, it's one of those films that kind of proves the... You know, I, I often get this, oh, you know, you're so right on. You're so woke that you just automatically like anything that's got these things. And, and go, well, no, Term- Terminal Dark Fate has got doesn't all work. of those things. And I wish I liked it, mm-hmm. but I don't. Because the, the point is, that isn't enough.
0: It yeah. actually has to be. It almost it has, feels surface level, doesn't it? It's yeah. like, yeah, we put those things in the film. But,
1: but you know, fine, I admire those things. And it's great because there are, you know, and if if you look at, you know, what, cameron did with ripley in aliens what cameron did with linda hamilton you know as serica in in terminator so these are this is this is a big thing because i know nowadays this may be quite normal back then it was quite unusual to say i mean the whole thing in alien for example the character of ripley was written as a man in the original script and then brilliant twist She's not a man. Mm-hmm. She's and there was at one point there was a suggestion that she'd had a relationship um, with the Tom Skerritt character,
0: and that came out because mm-hmm. it was irrelevant. And then in... Um, and in that it makes sense as well because audiences wouldn't have expected the woman to be the one that survives at the end. Yeah, so. well,
1: because the, 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 the genius of Alien, for if, 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 if people who hadn't had it, explore, he, she, she wasn't the name. Tom Skerritt was a bigger name than she was. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the, the real genius of Alien was it does the... John Hurt. John Hurt getting killed half, you know... is, sorry, the, psycho but spoiler, is the psycho treatment. the psycho treatment, exactly. He's the marquee name and he doesn't make it to the end of the first act, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is genius. And so... I, you know, I I have a great affection for what happened with those two movies because it it did change what you could do with mainstream blockbuster, you know, uh, uh, female-led characters. And in Aliens, it's not that she's a surrogate bloke. She's a mother. Yep. And you know, and that's a great, and the great image of Alien with her holding Newt, with the you know massive mother alien behind her. That it—it's it, all part and parcel of things. So fine, it's interwoven into the fabric of what that film is. Yep. And in Terminator Two, it is about motherhood and fatherhood and, and childhood and family. All the, yeah. Exactly, all those different things. In Terminator Dark Fate, I I don't know what it's about no. other than getting these. Ideas that you think are good
0: ideas mm-hmm. and going
1: yeah, yeah and I think all... a perfect
0: example of that is all the flashbacks to um, uh, his name grace mm-hmm. yeah the new the new sort of hybrid term, yeah, uh, yeah. human um, all the flashbacks to how she became. Yeah. Hybrid, well, it like,
1: doesn't matter. Yeah, because is- she, so she says she's, 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 she's human, but she's been augmented yes. by cyborg technology. Yeah. Yeah, so. And
0: that would have been interesting if we hadn't seen that before in Salvation. Like, I've seen that idea. But also, the flashbacks to how it happened. It's like take the uh, we keep bringing Christopher Nolan up on this podcast, but I love him. Uh, yeah, me too. It's fine. In Inception, he goes, we have this machine it takes you into dreams. Mm. Okay, <laughs> thank you very much. I, yeah, that's <laughs> fine. I don't need to know where that technology came from. I don't need to know why it happens. <laughs> this, this is what it does. Yeah, and now moving on. And now we're doing the film. In this, I was like, she was like, I've been augmented you know, instantly.
1: Do you know where that technology does come from? <laughs> Exorcist 2: <two>, The Heretic. <laughs> <laughs> They've got this machine with Richard Burton and Linda Blair, and they put these headbands on with these flashing lights, and the machine in the middle goes, whoop, whoop, well, it's called a synchronizer, and they go into each other's dreams, and then Richard Burton flies to Africa on the back of a locust. I like
0: how much, it's much more stylish <laughs> in Inception. Yes, that's right. <laughs> anyway, so, sorry. So, yeah, like, in this, she goes, I'm an augmented human, right. and I go, okay. I fun. understand Yeah, fun. I've seen on. this before but then they do several flashbacks as to how it happens and I'm like this isn't telling me anything mm. about the story at all I just feel like you're distracting me and I don't feel like this is cohesive or interesting it's, it's not enough of anything to, to be interesting to, it's not telling me a story and it's not telling me anything more that I don't already know if you wanted to tell me this way like, let me think that she's a Terminator for ages and then find out oh no she's human like, at least make it, like, let me be questioning something as I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. But you're giving me all the information up front.
1: But in a way, you see, you've, you, you're you almost one stage ahead of how far I got with it, which was, <laughs> which was, what? <laughs> you know, because even at the beginning, when there's a thing about, I did this, I saved the world, and I couldn't save my son, and did this thing, and... and I'm. I'm already going. Oh yeah, we're in timey-wimey world yep. in which it nothing has any consequence mm-hmm. because somebody will come. You can come back and change it all. If you're constantly hitting reset, if you've. I mean, you get away with it for one movie, brilliant. You got away from the, with it for the second movie because wow, we are yep. all going. Oh my god, I can't believe what I'm seeing on screen because I'm seeing these you know CG graphic computer graphics for the first time. By the time we get this, it's like. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't actually matter who's alive or dead yep. because somebody can just come back from the future and unkill them. Mm-hmm. And and so, con- so nothing has any consequence. Secondly, absolutely love the character of Sarah Connor. Thought the script was awful. Yeah, thought so that bad. Ev- all the the gags, you know, I won't be back. I will be back. Mm-hmm. Was like somebody had sat around in a room full of executives going, I, well, Wouldn't it be great mm-hmm. if she'll be back but he won't be back? Mm-hmm. And then he, you know. Thirdly, all of Arnold's jokes sounded like they had been written afterwards. It sounded like the movie had been written out, and then somebody had gone, you know, with that Terminator 2, people really like the jokes. Mm -hmm. Can we do a joke? Because it didn't feel like an organic part of the script. It just felt like it had been bolted on. And that, for me, was the... the, That was the moment when I realised, okay, this is why I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't care because none of this has any consequence, and I don't care because it looks like it's been put together out of a Meccano kit of good intentions, intentions which I admire but no no point of me thinks that this is anything other than a cynical marketing exercise it may be a cynical marketing exercise with all the right on credentials that i love and i am a sucker for that stuff but it's not working because i'm not engaged emotionally and the key thing is this terminator doesn't make sense terminator 2 doesn't make sense I don't care. Doesn't need to. Yeah. Why doesn't? It, why don't I care? Because I'm emotionally
0: invested in the story. Even when I think about the ending, when he goes into the lava and gives him a thumbs up, mm. I just get shivers. Even yeah. talking about it, yeah. and thinking about yeah. it, because that is a cathartic, emotional.
1: Which incidentally, they try to revisit again in a way that makes me think, oh, don't, for do John. It. don't do it. Please, don't. I honestly, I honestly thought he was going to give a thumbs up. Yeah.
0: And I, I'm, I'm glad he didn't but like even still I bet, saying I bet, For you, that, John, I bet mm. you there's a cut of it in which he did yeah 100% yeah. you, know, I do you think- know do you know as well you know the bit when he picks up the sunglasses and then decides to not put yeah, them on yeah. which seems like an interesting moment where he chooses to be something else Yeah. they apparently cut they, they shot two versions where one, one he, one he really them, puts them on, on yeah, but yeah. then they shot the rest of the movie without him wearing sunglasses <laughs> right. so, so the they had to just choose that one so it wasn't an interesting choice it was just oh we probably should yeah say yeah, yeah. here yeah. I'll be back
1: So since, because I'm not emotionally engaged in the story, and then I start going, I've always said, if you're in a science fiction movie and you start asking, hang on, what? Yeah, It's because you're not, you know, you're not emotionally engaged. Um, I start doing the thing with the liquid metal Terminator. The first time we saw the liquid metal Terminator, okay, the Abyss had done a version of it with the, you know, the, the, the water finger and all that stuff. And in Terminator 2, the first time it came out, it was like I can't believe what I'm seeing. Yeah. He is literally dissolving and reforming. And even now that some of those special effects still work. Okay, because they're good, because they're yeah. well done. Now, all this time later, yeah, I I know what that looks like. Yeah. But so now because I'm not emotionally invested, I'm just thinking, okay, so he's fluid. It doesn't matter how hard you hit him, how how many bench how many things you press him through. Why doesn't why doesn't he just simply turn into a very
0: long piece of string? <laughs>
1: So and you start doing
0: that when you're watching the movie and be yeah, like, "Oh, I'm not interested." Yeah, because yeah. I'm just thinking because I'm questioning your yeah. logic. Well, well, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, no, if you're shooting him, won't stop him. But shooting him a lot will stop him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. or putting him in the side of the the press thing that will stop him. Why? Yeah, he's fluid. I tell you, nothing the
0: one, will stop that. The one thing. That, also, sorry. That's right.
1: Why does he even have to look like? A person. Yeah, 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 yeah. why? Yeah. Why everyone we're in the world in which everyone knows what's going on. Just send a liquid death thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just <send> or <laughs> oh, I have to pretend to I turn up at his house and pretend to be so Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just turn into
0: liquid death, go back, kill everyone, and then we're all fine. Yeah, totally. Yeah. The one thing I would compliment it for in terms of Why does he have an exoskeleton? <laughs> what <laughs> what the fuck is with
1: that? Yeah. And now, but and, that was and, the one,
0: and now it can come out. That's the one thing I was going to compliment it for. Sorry. No, 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 no. You, I think you're right. It's stupid. But the one thing I was going to compliment it for is it doesn't explain to you that he can be too, like, th- it just shows you that visually. Oh, is that interesting? Okay. Yeah. So he's not just liquid. He has an exoskeleton, and he can split himself off from that as well. Interesting. That's like, uh, uh, that's like taking... Arnie and the liquid one and combining them together I was like I've not seen that before and the way they demonstrate it to you it makes you understand it just visually rather than like somebody going he's got an exoskeleton and you can also turn himself into liquid and he can separate himself transformers like, yeah, yeah. robots, yeah in- that's, that's what it is. Yeah, he's a transformer he 100% is he's yeah. a
1: transformer yeah he could be a car or a robot mm-hmm. or he can be slimy death or skeleton and this is a thing as well. I think technically, am I right? Is the exoskeleton is an outer skeleton? So he becomes an exoskeleton when it uh, wait, wait, skeleton. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. But why? Yeah.
0: It's it's liquid metal. W- why does it have a skeleton? W- what I quite what I liked about it was the fact that like oh, Arnie. Oh, but his
1: arm can turn into a sword.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what I liked about it was that like Arnie is a it has a, a metal skeleton, mm. but has like, uh, like you know flesh on yeah, yeah. to to cover it up. Whereas this guy has like. Morphing, like like I liked at the beginning when it like changed into clothes. Like he can reflect whatever he wants to. Yeah. But then he also has a skeleton underneath that. I thought that was like an interesting idea in terms of where they would go in terms of advancing the technology. I thought that was like interesting, but not for a good
1: four seconds. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a, then- a
0: good moment in the in the film. I'm just being like, that's a positive like creative idea. I think like if it was a better movie, I'd be like, that's kind of scary. Okay. The idea that it c- it can. You can, it can make itself, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't want to go on too much about this because I don't like it. <laughs>
1: but, but, we, but, but, but we've gone from, like, in the first film, one of the things about time travel, you turn up naked yeah. because clothes can't time travel. Interesting. So you turn up in a modern world naked and you have to go into the bar and get the biker's jacket, okay? Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> now, Liquid Man, I'm sorry, yeah, but you're yeah. going,
1: what? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? Here's another compliment on it as well. At the beginning, because I was kind of like, no expectations, let's see what happens. So at the beginning, I liked, yeah, they would try again. So they're going to kill, of course they're going to try and kill John again. Like, I like. I thought that was an interesting start. Didn't ruin anything for me. I've seen some people say that it ruins Terminator 2. I'm like, no, because they would try again. What, you mean because he was saved and then, yeah, because they yeah. would try again. Because yeah. it's a time travel yeah. Yeah, movie. Yeah, 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 I mean. yeah. So they kill John when they're not, not expecting to. Mm. Uh, and then I liked that when she arrived and travelled... It was like, the the impression I got, and maybe I'm giving it too much credit, is that it felt like the future had built and built. You know how we're st- constantly building things higher and higher? Yeah. That in the future she's higher up and then that's why she drops because the, the world is oh, actually okay. that's why i liked that that's why she because it feels like why do they always land on the ground like what if they <laughs> what if they trans you know what if they time travel to a place yeah, that you know the, but, of
1: the sky but that's like the star trek how come shatner yeah. never ends up with his foot in a boulder yes because the technology doesn't do exactly. that and that's fine but you I just, liked, and you just said you could get, i've got a machine that puts you inside people's dreams. anyway moving yeah, on
0: but i liked the the the, the character um, demonstration that that did where, like, when she traveled, she smashed down to Earth and had no control over it. Yeah. But when he arrived, he landed okay. superhero style. Okay. And I, was like, I, oh, okay, I understand. She's not as advanced as him. I yeah. get it. Storytelling.
1: Although, in her case, it's a fallen angel thing, isn't it? Sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, it is. in a, in a light, yeah. you know, so
0: it's. But it's also telling me something about who they okay, are yeah. so and how it, they're
1: going to operate. So, action is character. So, it's telling yes. you it's saying something without somebody explaining it. But the then thing? they
0: ruin it constantly by her constantly explaining to separate people that she is half human with, you know, she's human augmented. Yeah. I and mean, She tells uh, Danny, and then she also tells Sarah Connor, and then there's also flashbacks, and I was like, I fucking get it. Like, you could have demonstrated that with just the flashbacks if you wanted to, or just just and you clearly know what you're doing in, in action as character, but not in that case.
1: Yeah. Never seen one like you before.
0: Almost human. I am human, just enhanced. Why do you care what happens to her? Because I was her. Here's an interesting story. Okay. I went to go see this film this weekend in the Sydney World Leicester Square and IMAX, right? There's not that many people in there. It's the middle of the that day. That is the way to see it, certainly. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that it shouldn't be it, everything's shot really close and i didn't like that i thought it was directed oddly and shot poorly they they, they don't make enough of the landscape yeah, and, yeah. like that and, and all that sort of stuff so that big of a screen i was like everything's so close there's uh, a family in front of me the film finishes and we're talking through the credits and i'm you know having an interesting discussion about what's going on sort of being quite blunt about it and then the credits the credits finish the lights go up and a woman goes, so what did you think? And I went, eh, it was fine. And she said, I was the production designer on it. And wow. I went, well, the production design was, was great. great. <laughs> Which it was. But her name is, uh, is Sonia Klaus. Okay. Um, and she told me, I told her afterwards that I was going to be talking about it on a podcast with you. And she was okay. like, oh, Mark's coming to do a podcast for, for us, like some production design awards or something like that I have
1: done the production design. yeah I'm a pre- I am present the production design yeah. as awards yeah. so
0: she will be there and she said will you say nice things about me I was like well obviously because I think your part is one of the only like parts in it that I thought really stood out as very interesting yeah. and like the world seemed to be coherent yeah uh, and she was telling me about like the behind the scenes of it. She was telling me about like working with Arnie and how wonderful he was and Linda Hamilton and what it was like to work with the director and, and the DOP and what that, that whole thing was like and what set builds were, they were doing and I was just like tell me everything. This is just fascinating to hear about how this world works but that was just a very <laughs> bizarre situation to be in where I was just like bitching about the movie that she worked on and then she just said well, yeah.
1: But the thing is it's, I mean I think the, the, the problems for me are narrative problems mm-hmm. and I, you know I'll be honest with you I, after a a certain amount of time, I wasn't even thinking great production design. I was just thinking, this story is not
0: a story. Correct. And I... Every time that they get chased, it's just, yeah, they've been captured, he's going to come and get them, they need to get away from them. The amount of times I just saw shots of him looking and then zooming in on them. And then, all oh, right, okay, so he's still after them. Like I was like, this is so boring.
1: And you think about the way in which the, the action narrative of T2 is put together, the chase sequences. I mean, the, which are astonishingly complicated chase sequences. And this basically
0: just tries to remake those without any of yeah, the... Yeah, but without, but without the sort of the through
1: line. There was no point in Terminator 2 that I stopped and went, hang on a minute. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, but all the way through uh, Dark Fate, it, I I never felt emotionally. I never felt emotionally invested, and because I never felt emotionally invested, everything just just didn't work. Because I know this is a very Barton think thing to say. You know the gag about you know where they call writers writers because we're right. <laughs> I know that the idea that um, everything in movies comes down to script is not true sure. because there are plenty of movies which I've seen which I like in which the script isn't great. And yeah. There are plenty of movies I've seen with great scripts in which it's not a great movie. But it is definitely true that bad storytelling will destroy everything. Totally. And I do think that no matter what's going on in that film... The storytelling is so perfunctory it is so that bad. it lets everything else down. I'm sure, from the point of view of, if you're a special effects guy working on the incredibly complicated special effects of making the liquid uh, you know, uh, uh, Terminator work, and hearing a critic say, well, why doesn't he turn into a piece of string? You go, do you know how long it took yeah. me to get him to... Yes, it's fine. It's not I, your fault. I, don't d- I shouldn't be thinking yeah, about I, that. Exactly. I don't doubt for one minute that those things are achieved at the, the level that they're... But it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. the reason and this is the, the this is the, the the key to it for me the reason Terminator, which is a fairly low budget movie and Terminator 2, which is a big special effects because both work is story mm-hmm. is storytelling and you know Cameron having a story credit on this was the thing that made me think, okay, fine, but then I think, yeah, avatar yeah and um
0: I just surely the story for this movie should have been. Linda, Linda Hamilton lost her son. She doesn't feel like she can connect with anybody again in that way. Doesn't feel like she can allow herself to be that vulnerable with another person and be protective of them. And then by the end, she learns that she can. Surely that's kind of the story that we're going for.
1: No, I'll tell you what the story of this movie should have been. T2 was an end point. Er, uh, that's it. Mm-hmm. You don't... It, it does not need... No. You know, I mean, as I said, Alien and Terminator didn't need sequels. Who knew? But we were so delighted that we got them. Joker didn't need to exist because Heath Ledger had been definitive. But I'm really glad that it did because it did something interesting and new. In the case of Dark Fate, I come out of it with exactly the same opinion that I had after the last season, which is stop. Stop. Stop Ridley Scotting it around. And, uh, you know, I mean, are we ever going to see another Alien movie that any of us give a flying about <laughs> are we no okay. no, no of course not. We're not. it doesn't matter there's who, nothing else that, to it, do yeah you, you know we've, we've dismantled the universe so much you can only change it once really
0: can't you like you can always twice
1: be, to, you mm. know for me yeah, i think i think here's the thing once, wow. Twice, wow. <laughs> yeah. Three times, oh, come on. Mm-hmm. You know, no. And, and as soon as you get into that timey-wimey, as soon as you start thinking about it, as soon as you start considering it doesn't matter what happens because you just send another one back. Oh, no, but it doesn't because we changed this version of the present and the future doesn't happen. Great. Oh, no, sorry, there's another version of the future because we because there was another, you know. And the,
0: the perfect thing of that is, is, like, we've changed Skynet to Legion. So? <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> So? That doesn't mean anything to me.
1: I know. It's rather like changing your internet provider.
0: Yeah. It's still the internet. <laughs> it's still the end of the world in the future. I don't care.
1: OK. So overall, we'd say we love the production design. Yes, we are. It was, it was Big great. Was that was fantastic. <laughs> But the world would be better if it didn't exist.
0: Completely, yeah. Stop (laughs) it is my review. Just stop it. Just stop it. But as they
1: say in the thing, you will never stop. You will never, never stop. Jack, thank you very much. Thank you. Well, there we go. That's me and Jack Howard chewing over the entire Terminator series. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then tell your friends. Remember to subscribe. And if you'd like to get a version of the podcast with no adverts and some exclusive content, then go to my Patreon page. It's simple. Google Mark Kermode Patreon page. It'll come up. Thanks for listening. Keep watching the skies.